Hello and welcome. This is Diane Lake, your host, and I'm going to be sharing how you can understand and apply the prophetic through practical terms, practical ways, and practical means that make it relevant to everyday life so that you can prepare the way for the Lord's purposes to manifest in the earth. This is Preparing the Way, the Practical Prophetic. Well, hello guys, and welcome to episode 47, titled, Four Open Doors in 5784, Abundant Provision, and More. So yes, this is my word for the year, and I am excited to bring it to you, and I'm excited to be back. I'll explain as I go here, but it's been a whirlwind for the last couple months, six weeks at least, and I haven't had a chance to do any podcasts or writing, so it's good to be back. Well, this past year, by way of explanation and just letting you know where I'm at in life, it has been a year of incredible transition for myself and my, for my family. My children are grown, but between the Jewish New Year of 5783, which began at sundown on September 25th, 2022, and the Jewish New Year 5784, which began at sundown on September 15, 2023, Every single member of our immediate family, so my husband and I and our grown children, either physically moved to a new location, a new house, or started a new career. Some even experienced all three things. This is without exception. Well, for my husband and I, this transition has involved selling our home that we built ourselves and lived in for 22 years and leaving the area that we have been living in all of our lives, born and raised there, and as well, we have had four and five generations back in these this valley area, something that I thought I would never do, never expect to leave that area. And as you know, if you've been following our podcast episodes, we purchased a ranch in another area of our state. And in doing so, we felt we were following the Lord's direction, some of the most clear direction we've ever received. And this is multiple direction, not one thing, but many things. Not only does this ranch fulfill a long-time dream of ours, but also in order to reset the generational blessing that had been lost through unjust inheritance that had been perpetuated through many generations, we felt we needed to pick up and leave and get relocated to a new area. And in addition, we feel that the Lord may have us use this property, very well may have us use it as a place of refuge or ministry in the future. And the reason I'm telling you all this is because it does tie into the theme of open doors for the word for the year. But before I connect those dots for you, I want to give you some background and some context. So let's begin by talking about the Jewish New Year 5784. Now you might already be aware of this because there's been a number of words put out already. This year of 5784 is associated with doors. And that is because four is the value of the Hebrew letter Dalet, and Dalet means door. The number four can also signify completion, wholeness, or fullness. We get that from things such as when you say the four corners of the earth, or the indication of all directions when you say north, east, south, and west. We actually see this in scripture, this type of usage of the number four, particularly in Zechariah 6, 1 through 8 in which we have four spirits of heaven, represented by four chariots drawn by strong steeds, who are charged with walking to and fro throughout the whole earth. 
So you can see this is backed up in scripture. It's worth noting, too, that we are still in the decade of the Hebrew letter Pe, which has the numeric value of 80. The primary meaning of pay is mouth, and by extension, word, vocalization, expression, or speech. In order to fully realize all that the Lord has for you in this coming year of the door, it's important to understand that you need to decree and to declare what the word of the Lord is. Remember, we're going back to that decade of pay, both for you personally and for his greater purposes in the earth. Job 22:28 in the New King James says, "You will also decree, meaning declare a thing, and it will be established for you, so light will shine on your ways." It's very important. Now, much of the testimony that I'm going to share with you following this ties into my husband and I having continually decreed the word of the Lord in order that we might see it come to pass. So we are very thankful to the Lord for all that he has done for us in this last year. It has not been an easy year, but usually when you're trying to follow the Lord, do something new, I'm going to say never. It's never easy. (laughs) I was going to say it's usually not easy, but so I'm pretty sure you've experienced the same thing. Well, to be honest, I wasn't planning to write a word for 5784. I always pray and ask the Lord to give me revelation. And that would include a word for the year. But we've been so busy with the move to the ranch and other facets of ministry that I haven't been able to write much recently. And remember, I appreciate your prayers. If the Lord doesn't give me revelation to write or podcast about, then I don't have it and I don't have anything to bring. So your prayers mean a lot to me. Well, some of the complicating factors of this move we've made included that we had to move contents of a large house, guest house, Uh, to a much smaller one, as well as moving the contents of multiple outbuildings and construction-related equipment. And as if that were not enough, we had several other real estate transactions happening at the same time, and the sale of our old property failed on the day of closing, if you can believe that, through no fault of our own, and it was not the property's fault either. So fast forward six months, during which time the economy has continued to worsen, interest rates continued to rise, you know what inflation's like, and the market for the price bracket, price bracket of our old property that was still for sale had softened by at least 30%. So, <laughs> what can we say but God, but God? Because not only did we sell, but we got a good price. And I would say it was just in the nick of time because the challenge of maintaining that old property as winter approached, much less the interest we were paying on the interim loans, they were concerning to say the least. And over and over again, my husband and I would remind ourselves that we were following the Lord's direction when we bought this. And we would proclaim the words that the Lord had given us, given us personally and given to other people over time, including decreeing the word that I once heard him say, we've sold the house. And I decreed that often. You know, with the Lord, he sees it as if it had already happened, right? We know that from when we talk about him being the God of Abraham, he called things that were not as though they already were. And that's what you do when you decree. 
Well, at one point before it sold, I had told my husband that I had a suspicion, just kind of a nagging suspicion, that the Lord had a greater picture in mind as to the timing of this sale of our old property than what we probably understood. And you don't know these things for sure, right? But it would appear that that was true because what followed, what I'm going to tell you next, is absolutely fascinating. The sale of the old property closed on September 13th, but it takes time to wear, to wire the various funds, particularly since it was a part of a multi-property 1031 exchange. We were told that the funds, this was a Wednesday that we closed, we were told that funds would likely not be dispersed until the following week. Again, but God, because at 4.44 p.m. on September 15th, this is a Friday, my husband got a call from our bank saying that all funds from the sale were in. He just by chance happened to be a couple minutes from a branch that was open until 5 p.m. So he got into the lobby and within a short time, all loans were paid off with the remaining balance placed in our accounts. Now the timing to get this done on that Friday evening was so close to being accomplished that the bank closed while he was inside doing the transaction and employees had to escort my husband out of the locked doors. It struck me later. This is the year of open doors. Do you see the door had to be opened for him? We're going to get to that scripture here in a minute. So provision was secured just in time for the Hebrew New Year of open doors. And I believe this 444 blessing that we experienced is just a signpost for what's coming and for what you will be experiencing too. Wow, that's pretty cool. Well, I'm going to show, share another story about force with you because this is also fascinating. On September 4th, remember I told you we were busy with other aspects of ministry. On September 4th, my husband and I were traveling to Virginia for annual meetings with the Reformation Prayer Network, which is the 50-state prayer network that we are a part of, the one founded by Mike and Cindy Jacobs. We had a number of difficulties getting to our destination that day. I will not go into all of it, but it did include that we missed our connection in Atlanta and we had to rebook another flight. You know how fun that is, right? There was some mechanical issue in Salt Lake, I think. I don't know what, what it was, but we couldn't get there in time. So we finally got on our rebooked flight. As my husband and I were boarding, I was looking for our seats like you do. I'm looking at my phone with my e-boarding pass. And guess what? We're going to be seated in row 44. Well, we get to the row and a young gal was already in the seat by the window, but she was kneeling down. It looked like she was praying. I've never seen that before. But she got up, she insisted on giving me the window seat, which is interesting because I really do like window seats. It helps, otherwise I kind of get motion sick if I can't see out. So she insisted, so I took that. As the three of us get settled in our row of three seats, I looked at my phone. Guess what? It was 4.44 p.m. So I leaned forward and I showed uh, my husband and this gal my phone and I said, what do you suppose is the meaning of all those fours? Because I was feeling a connection with this gal, right? She was probably praying. It appeared and there was some sort of spiritual draw there. 
So I included her in on the conversation. She was just really concentrating on what I said. Again, I said, what do you suppose is the meaning of all those fours? It is September 4th. We're in row 44 and we're being seated at 444. The whole time we're talking, my phone says 444 p.m. The young gal's eyes got really wide and I said, well, I'm not sure, but I think it means we're all in the right place at the right time and there's a purpose in us being here. So I felt like that was a word for her and for my husband and I as well, because we weren't sure we were supposed to be going to Virginia other than that we were following the Lord's direction. So we were sure, but where we were in our lives and our finances and everything else, it seemed like a stretch, right? I know you've been there. So I was invited to share that story at the opening of the meeting the next day there in Virginia. And we met all afternoon and it went longer than scheduled. Then we had a dinner break and we were going to adjourn later that evening. So when the meetings ended that afternoon, a good friend held up her phone. She looked at me and announced, it's 444. Can you believe it? After sharing that story at the beginning of the meeting, the meeting ended at 444. Well, not surprisingly, I began to pay more attention as to what the Lord might like to reveal to me through all those fours in this, the year of the door. Now, again, I hadn't planned to write an article, but it seemed to me that things that I'd been hearing over the last few months were very much a part of what was happening and going to happen to this new year. So as I prayed about it and put it together, the Lord showed me four open doors in five, seven, eight, four. So are you ready? The first door that I see open is strategy and revelation. That's one door. I first began hearing the Lord speak of open doors as early as last May, and I did an episode about this and I wrote an article about it. At that time, I felt he highlighted to me that the door of revelation was opening. I see this as not just revelation as to what God is saying and doing in the earth right now at this time, but also revelation to you as an individual regarding what your part in his plans are. What are the specific strategies that you need to do in order for you to execute his plans for your life? By seeking God, that's very important. You got to talk to him about it. You got to ask him, seek him as to what his specific plans are for you. Then he will show you and you will become strategically positioned and fully equipped to perform whatever exploits he has planned for you in this coming season. So some scriptures I'm going to give you for that, that you can look up on your own. Daniel 11, 32b, and Revelation 4, 1 and 2. The second door that's open in 5784 that I see is fulfillment. In late July, I began hearing the Lord speak of crossing over to the promised land. Now, I'm sure we can recall one significant crossing over from Scripture was when Joshua led the people of Israel across the Jordan River into their promised land. You find that in Joshua 3. As I continued to seek the Lord about crossing over, I felt he showed me that in this season, beginning with 5784, the door to the fulfillment of promise and destiny stands open before you. Remember the timing even of our closing on the eve of the new year. On one side of the river, the Israelites knew what the promise was and they looked forward to it. And on the other side, they lived it. They breathed it. They became it. 
They became the manifestation of the word. And I believe this will be true not only for individuals, for you, but for nations, people groups, families. could be really exciting. I hope it gives you some hope, some great hope, if you're not seeing these things yet. Now remember, it's necessary, as I said before, to decree your promises. Remember to do that, to decree and declare that you are in a season of crossing over to fulfillment. All right? The third open door that I see in 5784 is abundant provision. Let's talk about bread for a minute from scripture. Bread speaks of eternal life. You'll find that in John chapter 6, 22 to 58. It's interesting that the Israelites ate manna, which was called the bread from heaven in the wilderness. But shortly after they crossed over the Jordan into the promised land, on the day after that they had eaten the produce of the land, the manna stopped appearing. Scriptures for that would be Exodus 16, 15, Joshua 5, 12, John 6, 31, 57, and 58. God had a better means of provision for them after they crossed over. So you see the correlation. In late June, I heard the Lord speak of opening the door of Revelation 3, because I want to give you a scripture for this. Opening the door that no one can shut. I believe we are crossing over into new and better provision. This provision is abundant, supernatural, miraculous provision based upon sacrifice. I see this as the open door of Revelation 3, 7, and 8 that no man can shut. Just as there is a difference between life and abundant life, read John 10, 10, there is a difference between provision and abundant provision. I'm hearing the Lord say, get ready for an overabundance of blessing, pressed down and running over, poured out without measure in response to your sacrifice. You can look up Luke 6, 38 as a reference there. And the fourth and final door that I see standing open for you in 5784 is honor. I believe the open door of Revelation 3, 7, and 8 that no man can shut is also a door of honor. This passage in Revelation 3 was written and directed to the church at Philadelphia. Philadelphia was the name of a city of the Roman province of Asia. The name is derived from a combination of two Greek words, phileo, meaning love, and adelphos, meaning brother. So together, Philadelphia means brotherly love. In this season of open doors, I think it will be, in my belief, particularly important to show love to one another, that the Lord may exalt you among men. I see this as a double honor season, as written in Isaiah 61, 7. The New King James says, Instead of your shame, you shall have double honor, and instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess double everlasting joy, shall be theirs. Amen? All right, let's switch gears. I want to talk about the coming storm. Now, remember, we're still giving a word for the year, but when you're in a season, it can be defined for a term, you know, a better term might be a season than to just confine it to a year. So I think there is a great consensus among major prophetic leaders and voices 
that there is a storm of some kind brewing and approaching. I know you've heard these words as well. And just recently, within the last couple of days, I have seen several prophetic words being specific that speak of battening down the hatches. Well, guess what? On May 14th, this past spring, I heard the Lord say, we are going to need to batten down the hatches at some point before too long. According to the Oxford Online Dictionary, batten down the hatches is a nautical term. It means to secure a ship's hatch or tarpaulins, especially when rough weather is expected. So in other words, it means to prepare for a difficulty or a crisis. You might not recall, but I want to direct your attention to some podcast episodes that I did in March and April of 2021. You may want to go back and listen to these. I recorded it for our CPN podcast, as you know, which is called Preparing the Way, the Practical Prophetic. These episodes were called Preparing for Change in Harvest, Parts 1, 2, and 3. Episodes were 7, 8, and 9. In these episodes that I shared with you last March and April of 2021, the Lord gave me some of the most clear, detailed revelation that I have ever received. It focused on the idea that as the body of Christ, we need to practically prepare. Remember, we can be prophetic, but we got to do the practical things as well to practically prepare for the storm that's coming. And why should we prepare? Because I'm going to give you just a few little quick bullet points. And some of these were in one of those episodes. It's biblical, first of all, to take care of your family, according to 1 Timothy 5.8. If times get difficult and you don't need all that you have on hand, you'll have a means to barter. Another point, you can't concentrate on the harvest of souls and adequately steward the expansion of the kingdom that is coming if you are scrambling around trying to take care of your own needs, your family's needs, even things securing things like food and water and electricity. By then it will be too late to prepare. You can read Matthew 25, 1-13, Parable of the Wise and Foolish Virgins. Another point, when we are prepared, we can help others in need. I believe it's the same principle as our spiritual father, Abraham, who he was blessed, right, to be a blessing in Genesis 12, 3. And the same is true for us. The Lord blesses us. He tells us to practically prepare. Then we can bless other people. All right, here's a couple final thoughts on the coming storm. My husband and I live in a rural location. We have place for storage. We have multiple wells, septic. We have solar. We're going to add more solar. We have wood heat as a backup or sometimes even the main. We have the capability to live off the grid, but you might not. If you live in a city, it will look different for you. But I'm going to challenge you, even if space is tight and you are dependent on city services, I'm convinced that if you ask the Lord, he will give you at least one thing that you can do to prepare. Even an extra case of water tucked away somewhere might be something that you will be very glad you have on hand at some point. All right. Now, there's no need to fear or panic. Please hear me. God has got our backs. There's no need to fear, but there is a need to prepare. He will never leave us nor forsake us. Remember, he's promised us in his word. Deuteronomy 31.6, Hebrews 13.5. He's not going to abandon you. 
but let me pray with you. Lord, each person who is listening to this message, let us together, me, them, the listeners today, let us prepare our hearts for what you want to show us, speak to us, have us do. How do you want us to prepare? What are the things behind those open doors you have for us? Lord, help us practically prepare and let us prophetically prepare by listening and heeding the word of the Lord in this, the season of open doors. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me today and listening to Preparing the Way, the Practical Prophetic. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our show and also please rate and review it on iTunes because your positive review helps us reach more people with our message. And please visit our website at www.starfireministries.org. Be sure to sign up for our newsletter there and you can also donate read our latest articles, and keep up to date with all of our social media sites there. Thanks again, bless you, and I'll see you next time.